Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullah wa barakatuhu. Alhamdulillah. MashaAllah, blessed Juma today and a holy day and prepared by the, the nighttime zikrullah, um, bringing the, the light of essence down into our hearts and manifesting through all the beautiful divine names on this day of Juma. Juma is really the day of manifestation. So the manifest uh, are, the, are the names, the, the, the beautiful qualities and attributes, Asma'ul Husna. So uh, we're all representing the gathering of the names, like the gathering of the birds. The, the names are like the birds. Uh, each one uh, knowing its own mode of prayer. It says in Quran, that beautiful verse where it says, look at the birds uh, above in the sky with their wings outspread. Uh, and each one is praising me and each one has its own mode of prayer. And, and Allah says, no one upholds them but me. So it's not properties of, of air and velocity or, you know, a scientific mode, which are what we would call the secondary causes the, the more earthly reasons, but it's Allah who upholds them. So this is a, a different kind of vision for the believers that uh, we don't have to rely, even though it's good to know, it's good to research, scientific research is wonderful because it brings us deeper and deeper into the magnificence and of, of Rahman and the generosity, when we see how things function uh, in their details, we're, we're so amazed. Um, but we have to, as mean, we have to know that everything functions only because Allah is causing it, allowing it to function. And then on a course, on a deeper level, we can say we only see the beloved, we only see Allah before everything. Good, alhamdulillah. MashaAllah, oh Allah, please increase your mercy upon us and increase your, your mercy and your love upon your beloved Rasul, upon Habibullah and upon all the Habibullahs, all the messengers, the mothers, the prophets, all the your friends, oh Allah, on this great day, this great day of your creation, which is like a day, a blink of an eye, of yours, O oh Allah. Um, may we truly serve you by, by manifesting what you have placed inside us. And But we ask you, we beg of you, and uh, may our prayer uh, go from pre-eternity, Allah, before you created us. O oh Allah, please create us in the most beautiful form and what you love, O oh Allah, and, and what you will call into your nearest intimacy. And, and make us not of those who, who distance themselves or who are distanced from you, oh, our beloved. I mean, I mean, I mean, for our desire is for you and uh, to be uh, ever with you and ever nearer and nearer to you and to be ever more pleasing to you and you pleasing to us. I mean, I mean, I mean, alhamdulillah, blessings on 
beloved Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, the Akhli Bayt, the 500, the cloak, all the, the rightly guided and the 12 Imams and, and all the, the inheritors, the descendants and all the, the living and, and those who are ever living. Amin, 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 upon Sheikh Musafir, Ashki al-Jarahi, Hazreti Pirmar Nuruddin Jarahi, Mablana Jalaluddin Rumi, Ibn Arabi, Abdul Qadir Gailani, Rabia Dewiya, and upon our Sheikh Nur al-Anwar al-Malik al-Jarahi, and all of the, the beautiful ones. Amin. Alhamdulillah. Good, welcome and uh, blessings on this day and on us. And um, I, I, what came to me this morning for the Juma is not to necessarily open the book. It's been my custom to open the Quran and then open a hadith. And I might still do that. Uh, but I, I'd like to mention the, um, the hadith that came to me this morning, as I was already seeing the Juma, contemplating the Juma, and that is the one uh, in the it's in the hundred and one diamonds, in which a companion sees the, the the beloved messenger, peace be upon him, prostrate, and this is in the first uh, masjid in Medina that they built, and it was built with palm leaves, a very very simple structure. And, um, and when the prophet uh, prostrated and, and he came up, he rose up, there was a, a mark of mud on his forehead. And this was notable enough to the companions to uh, transmit it uh, from his life. And it, it became um, one of our teaching hadiths. You know, what, what does that mean? So, it means so much, but one of the things it means is that the, the prophet did not, was not um, arrogant toward the earth and, um, and accepted to both prostrate on the earth, knowing also it was wet, and to have his forehead touch that earth and, and become like a, a, a spot of mud on him. And, and this is of the spotless one, the one who was so pure, so utterly transparent that, um, that he cast no shadow. So he's indicating so many things by this, not that he did it intentionally, but what it means is that he didn't avoid it. He didn't um, you know, say, oh my God, there's mud on the earth, so I, I better not touch completely. I'll put my head, as you know, that oneself could do, or because uh, uh, I don't want to get muddy, because of course, to us, mud is a sign of um, shame. Shame because, you know, we were in a sense shamed to be consisting of mud, uh, clay, and, and water. There is something about that, and so the the shamer, the 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 rebel, will sometimes remind us of that, so that it actually can distance us from Allah. 
that feeling of shame, it will. Um, another meaning of that mud is that the prophet's reminder that the prophet, he said, I was a prophet while Adam was between water and clay. So it speaks both of his transcendent nature and his pre-eternal, pre-creation -pre nature. And then also, but taking on the attributes of the earth and humbly serving on the earth, even though um, he passed through it very quickly in, in his own consciousness. And because he did say that his journey on earth was like of a rider riding uh, in the desert and his time on earth was like taking a break from that ride uh, under a tree, like in the shade of a tree. And, and so he is this rider from eternity to eternity. This is his reality. And, and his time on earth was simply uh, this instant, instant moment. So we share in that. Whatever he has, we share in, even if it's just a drop. So we also have this pre-eternal nature uh, with Allah. And that is why we follow him because he's the most secure, because he, he is the most balanced and he teaches us how to uh, live on earth uh, with, the, with the attributes of the earth and yet not forget that our nature is divine and eternal and then he teaches us to live in, in the eternal divine way, but not to be looked down on the earth because um, we would be falling into the same trap that the angels fell into when they refused to bow down at first to Adam. And, um, and you know, uh, and, and of course we know that the, the shaitan refused to bow down and his excuse was that he was made of fire. So in his mind, it was a superior quality. And while these beings, this being Adam was made of water and clay. So he actually, although he was jealous of it, but he somehow in his intellect looked down on it. So we, we have the teaching not, not to look down at all. And therefore, what does that mean? It means we don't look down on ourselves in our created nature, and we don't look down on others. Um, so uh, we don't look down on, on the poor. We, we don't look down on, on the homeless. We, we don't look down on someone if they're unkempt or uh, not well-dressed. We know how society judges by even the clothes people wear. Hazreti Omar loved to go, uh, alayhi salam, in, in tattered clothes. For him, that was a sign of honor. And um, their royal robes, that's our lahi, humble garments of saints. Their royal robes, humble garments of saints. So for the lovers of God, humbleness and uh, is a sign of, of divine nature, actually. It doesn't mean we shouldn't dress well, but it means we should not look down or whatever our desire is or taste or 
we, we also like beauty. Allah is the beautiful and loves the beautiful. So there are many ways of being beautiful. And, you know, one, one of them is dressing beautifully, but uh, don't mistake that for something better than uh, any other ways of dressing. And, um, but we do know that the Prophet, alayhi uh, would, uh, you know, make his hair camped and, and, and put, put whatever he had on to make himself look nice when someone came to visit. So there is also, that is also a sunnah, uh, that we take care of our outer appearance. Um, so where is this taking us? This takes us to our dual nature of, of both earth and, and divine. And it's a very, I mean, to be a human being is the most challenging of all, I mean, beings that we are aware of, because it says that the animals even and the creatures see God, they know God, they, they're not separate. So they don't have to have prophets come to them and they don't have to have a spiritual path, and they don't have to have the, the, the struggle, the, the jihad, and they don't have to feel times of, of separation from God, and, uh, but inshallah, followed by the, the joy of union. So this is all to the human being, and um, that's why we need the prophet, and we need that, that guidance. So inshallah, May we um, follow the best of it, and um, and the best is to be able to accept this this duality, which is a paradox for the mind. Um, and one other note on that with with Rasulullah Sallallahu Wasallam is uh, his saying. Another hadith in our hundred and one diamonds is when he asks. Um, his companions, there, there was a, a night rain and uh, it seemed to coincide with certain stellar configurations. And this is also very important for our time, for all times. And he asked his companions in the morning and he said, those of you who think that it rained because of the, the star configuration are further from faith. And those of you who think it rained because of Allah are closer to faith. So here again, there is the magnificence of the creation and we are called to learn about it. We are called to support it even and to, uh, I might say a little word more about that, but we are not called to mistake that it actually causes anything. It is all pure praise. So it is all existing to praise Allah and to serve humanity to, um, to praise Allah and to know Allah. Because Allah is also manifesting in the butterfly, in the, in the mud. Allah is manifesting in the lightning and in the thunder and um, in the drought, in the floods. All of this is manifestation of Allah. So that's how we should live in creation. But we should live as those who walk gently on the earth. And that in Surah Luqman, 
the, 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 the servants of Rahman are those who walk gently on the earth. So uh, we have to be attentive to our mother, Mother Earth and Mother Nature. And we have to, uh, when we walk gently, of course, we will see things, we will observe things. We become natural, almost like naturalists, natural naturalists, because uh, as we're walking gently, we walk more slowly. And as we walk more slowly, we stop and we look at things and we, we smell things. We smell the leaves and the flowers and we give thanks to Allah. And we might stop and observe insects, how they take nectar from, from the flowers now in this uh, springtime. So yes, we are to support creation as creation supports us. We are also to um, give it our help and, and be the, the, as, um, the one who brings mercy. And this is an, an amazing teaching also of the Sheikh Al-Akbar um, that, that the hu human being is the Rahman in creation, or let's say the, the fullness, the heart of Rahman in creation. And then when the last true human being will be taken from the earth, and that's the last Insani Kamil who will appear in China as a twin, he said, um, one of the twins. And when that being is, uh, ends their life, then uh, the creation, that will be the end of the world and, and the creation. It will fold up and, and, and the, um, the resurrection will come or follow. So isn't that interesting? The human being who can do such devastation and harm so many creatures uh, unknowingly, just like, a, you might say like a toddler uh, would step into a, a garden when it's just planted and plump, 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 plump. A lot of that is not knowing. So we should learn. We should know. We should seek and research. We should observe. We should contemplate, consider, reflect. All of these things Allah gave us to do. And um, alhamdulillah. 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 Good. So let's have our, our moment of silence and salawat, and then I will read you a beautiful passage of Sheikh Noor's. And when Sheikh Noor, when, well, we were there together on that Hajj in 1980, um, Musafir Effendi, and it's something that Sheikh Noor remarked, uh, that Musafir Effendi, Rahmatullah lay prostrated, uh, again, in the streets of Medina, right in the street, no prayer carpet, no separation. And it's, it's a beautiful thing to do, actually. I mean, one can, of course, prostrating on the earth of grass or is a little different from prostrating on, on cement. But so I recommend sometimes just offering your prayer on the, on the grass, on the earth directly and feeling that 
that connection, that origin, and that natural origin will also connect you more deeply to your divine origin. So as, as this is recognized as part of the earth and mother nature, then uh, our ruh our, our, will be recognized also as, as really belonging to the, the who, to Allah. So um, I'll read you from Atom, one of my favorite books after Quran. And um, it's on the countenance and heart of the Sheikh. Now here I did open just, just before Juma. Oh, maybe I'll, let me see. Let's see while I read. And it does, it's interestingly enough, apply to what we're speaking about. So I thought I would read it to, term, to complete our, our Juma. So he's speaking of the Sheikh. And again, I, uh, each one of us, has the sheikh inside. Each one of us is the Khalifatullah. Although certain ones, you know, stand out more obviously, but Ibn Arabi said that, you know, we're all a sheikh over something. We're all um, have responsibility and um, authority over something in creation. Now, it could be, well, first of all, ourself, that's the most important. And all of our disparate you know, powers and to, to bring them into uh, balance and, and harmony. And then could be with our families or creatures. So, Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. This person delegated by Allah, skillful and knowing, shivering and trembling subtly with divine love worlds at the very center of creation. Waves of Allah, 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 ringing in their ears. This quaking of their whole being unveils the marvel of the stormy ocean of love. The heart and countenance shining with divine light, the sheikh is the renaissance of human grandeur. And the human grandeur is the Khalifatullah, being the Khalifa. This complete communion and union between human being and divine energy, so this is what we're speaking of, requires a sublime transformation accomplished by the great transformer, Allah. At this key moment, at this crossroads, the sheikh is transfigured into clear light into pure presence without features. So as I read this, um, think of yourselves, you know, so, so imagine this coming to yourself. Not to aggrandize oneself, but simply to see the, the one's nature, essential nature. At this key moment, at this crossroads, the sheikh is transfigured into clear light, into pure presence without features. This is the step beyond precepts into clarity and wakefulness alone, the final point of the soul's trajectory. This is the divine threshing of human wheat, the day of judgment with new meaning. Tears are burned in the fires of love. So tears are the, the husks or the, tears are burned in the fire of love. 
Now divinize, the shape becomes translucent. He is a mystical night bird. She is a mystical night bird. Trilling during the timeless night of power. We'll read the she here. For, she has become perfumed clover of paradise. Murmur of wind through fragrant trees of paradise. There remains nothing separate about her. There remains nothing about her separate from Allah. This height of consciousness, this summit of ecstasy, this appearing of the creator through a transparent creation, that's us, is the fulfillment of contemplative practice, the goal of the path, the perfection of communion, the trumpet at the end of time now thunders in triumph. It is the sweet cataclysm of love, the wise madness of love. Dressed as a humble pilgrim, the conquering sheikh circumambulates the Kaaba, the kernel of universal religion. Crowned as one who triumphs over the narrow anguished tomb. She is the trunk of the tree of life, the cosmic affirmation of la ilaha illallah. So think of your heart as this. Let, let's feel that this is our hearts and therefore a she. There is no reality other than supreme reality. Now she manifests as a benevolent troubadour traversing the earth an anchorite in worldly clothing. So one can be in both who sings hymns about the irreality of self, who holds high the yellow tulip of the Sufi way. The Sheikh is the sacred promise of Allah, never weakened, never broken. The Sheikh is the restoration of humanity and the universal resurrection. Amen. Alhamdulillah. Let's have the, the call. <clears throat>